we are going to get, I'm not going to say dark, but I'm going to ask you a big question for you to consider. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Here's my question for you. They want everything. They want it. They want to. They want to ban everything that you own that uses natural gas. And if they were to actually ban fossil fuel, that means everything you're wearing, everything you're using today, all of that stuff goes away too. If they actually did what they want to do. They want to set it up to where they can kill you whenever they want to, if it's for the greater good. They've already got that for children. If you're if you're in vitro and something, and you know, all of a sudden the. Uh, in, in, in utero, excuse me, if uh, if that's happening, well, hey, you can just be aborted. M you know, men can be girls. We're decriminalizing crime. We're going after people for self-defense. And in the middle of all of this, which is one of the things that a lot of people call a niche topic, if you will, is the whole idea that confiscation is not on the table for the with the left, when in fact it absolutely is on the table with the left. And I will tell you why they want to do gun confiscation. It's always been the ultimate goal of every collectivist authoritarian society down through history since guns were invented. From the Bolsheviks to the Nazis to the Democrats and every leftist extremist in between. And yet they still play this game of we only want common sense. I'm going to tell you what's common sense. Common sense is... Uh, letting law enforcement proliferate, you know, keeping a watch on them and making sure that they, and, and here's the thing with law enforcement, law enforcement, yeah, they take an oath, but they are bound by policy of the agency they work for. That's the simple truth of the matter. So yes, the oath is between us and that individual officer. It has nothing to do with the police department of Greenville or the sheriff's department or everything. That's just between you and me and, and, and these individuals that are wearing the badges, but it has nothing to do with their policy. Okay. But if we had if we have good police in place and if we have other good things in place and if crime is not encouraged like it is right now, crime is very encouraged, um, then the need um, to the need to uh, carry guns becomes less and less. However, the specter that confronts criminals everywhere out there today is the specter of the armed citizen. We have the plurality of states with. Uh, permitless carry, which is sort of a thorn in the side of the gun confiscation. They'll tell you that nobody's talking about confiscating them, but what have they done? They have been trying to do it for years, for the last 30 years. They have very ever-creating writing, creative writing, and we understand unconstitutional flat red flag laws are nothing but gun confiscation without due process. We get it. They're always looking for a way to take something like this from you. And this is probably one of the reasons why they had such a problem with Jason Aldean to try that in a small town. Although I swear to God, if you were to listen to Country Boy by Aaron Lewis, you'd sit back and go, that's not, try that in a small town is actually sort of, uh, sort of okay. But it's simply, it's simply speaking the truth. And it, it, it for these people that are out there saying uh, you know, this this is extreme. They probably haven't thought about their government going all authoritarian on them and confiscating their guts. You think, those of you on the left that, think, that are the rank and file, you think you're part of the elite. You're not. You're with me. You're with me. 
So what's the end game? What's the what's your end game? Leftists on guns. Do, do they expect everybody? Because I'll, I'll tell you this: they can only get what we give them. They can only get what we give them. Um, I, I did a little sidestep the other day with one gun that I had, and I you know I, I went by the process, and now I have a gun that is registered in the NFA. Okay, great. The reason I did that was when I went back and I started doing the research to find how many of these uh, Form 1s had ever been revoked for cause. I couldn't find one. I couldn't find one. Now, yes, they know I have it, and that's fine. I don't care. They knew I had it anyway because I so, made so many videos about it, and I made five shows about the building of the gun on lock and load. They knew I had it. If they were honest about their ultimate goal, then nobody would fall for their little intermediate steps they have there. Because everything they bring up has nothing to do with gun violence. It does nothing for gun violence. These, the gun violence in the inner city is as welcome as homelessness is. Because this all perpetuates what they, you know, their power. They want absolute control over all, all of your private property. Your guns, your gas stoves, your generators, your, your, your cars. You know, you don't need none of this stuff. You don't need none of it. Universal background checks. I have sold guns that if I, you know, and most of the guns I sell, I sell to uh, FFLs. But I've sold a gun to a listener. Right off of here. Right off of here I have. And uh, I, I, she, she was all in the up and up and everything. I had no issue selling it to her. But with universal background checks, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I'd be a criminal for doing it. For selling my private property. Ten years ago, when they thought they had the winds at their backs... Barack Hussein Obama had just been reselected as president and the tragedy at Sandy Hook had unfolded and it was a perfect launching point for his second term to go after the God-given civil right for self-defense because up to that point he hadn't done anything. And uh, far left was feeling their oats. And they weren't shy about trotting out the C word, starting with a paragon of women's rights. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said confiscation could be an option. Mandatory sale to the state could be an option. Nothing compared to the far-left daily cause, which I think is now out of business. One of the fantastic aspects of Al Gore's creation, the Internet, is that everything is forever, so it's out there. They had one titled, How to Ban Guns, a Step-by-Step Long-Term Process. It talks about setting up a scheme to make it easy to register guns so they can set up a national gun registry. The only reason to have a registry is to know where they are. And then if you sell them without telling them, then you just broke the law, Right? They also would like to outlaw the private sale of guns so that you would have to buy them through official channels. So once again, uh, they would know where they are. And then they had a piece called Effective Gun Control, a National Semi-Auto Ban. Now, everybody carries semi-autos. Some of you carry revolvers. And uh, for the people that carry revolvers, I'm pretty sure you probably know what you're doing. And uh, it's not for me to second guess you. But the semi-auto is a gun that has evolved into something where every, this is what everybody carries. I, you know, every gun I own is a semi-auto at the moment. Every single one. And uh, they want to bring that. The, the way they would do this is they would go after the FFLs, which they're doing now. And uh, they're putting them out of business over clerical errors. Then they would pair the ATF with the National Guard. And then they would go door to door confiscating guns and they seem to make what they, they seem to think that this would be something that could actually be done in one day except 
There's only a few million military and law enforcement personnel. If you take them all together and put them in one room and you got 140 million gun owners. And most of those aren't going to happen. And in their article, they begin to theorize that this would have to go from being a peaceful operation into a breaching flashbang, you know, take them shock and all operation. And that's how you look into the mind of the authoritarian left. They're willing to always default to violence. And they always have a fevered obsession with gun confiscation. That's the end game. If they confiscate guns, then confiscating everything else up to and including your children, yourself, your gas cars, your, uh, your refrigerators, your lawnmowers, all of that becomes more possible. On the text line, I'm being chastised for not owning a revolver. I actually need a single-action Ruger like you're talking about. A Vaquero would be beautiful. But, you know, if this is a niche topic to you, you should be looking at it because it is the linchpin of totalitarianism. Coming up next, we're going to have Dewey Lemons. It is Dewey's Pawn Shop Day, 2A Tuesday. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Oh, uh, yeah. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live from the WORD Facebook page. Join now by Dewey Lemons at Dewey's Pawn Shop. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing just fine, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. How are, you, are you fully recovered from the COVID Oh yeah, shoot yeah, that was um yeah I felt I felt bad a couple of days but then we we got over it there quick yep 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 yep, yep. so yep. We, we we the other day the other day we were talking about lever guns lever guns yep yeah you have a beautiful collection of them yeah, although all of them put, are for sale yeah it's not a collection they're for sale yeah yeah um of, of the lever guns um. Is there? Do you prefer the older ones to the newer ones? I mean, you know, like there's oh, been a I like change. The old, I like the real old ones. You know, yeah. I, I think I think old Winchesters and old Marlins. I think they're so cool and everything. But yeah, there are a lot of the newer newer variations out there that are good. But man, we got them out there from 17 HMR all the way up to 405 Winchester. When we when we were filming those, you had a few that were like they were from a time pre. Were they pre? Gun Control Act of 1968 and some. Oh yeah, days. yeah, yeah. Some, some of them. There's several. There's several Marlins out there made in the 50s. Um, I have one or two made in the 1800s out there. Wow, wow. Yeah, they're they're you know they're hundred year old guns. Several of them out there. And they now the lever action itself. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a lever action gun is legal in all 50 states, right? To my knowledge, yes, it is. Years. Now, maybe some of the calories, I heard that, well, you said states, but I heard that in um, Canada that anything over a forty caliber was not legal. In the, so that takes the forty five seventy out. Um, I heard they were going to try to ban that in Canada, but, you know, I mean, I don't know that for sure. I just saw that on some paperwork and somebody said, yeah, yeah, that, they were doing it. He, he went up there hunting a good bit, and he said that they were doing that. That's, but, you know, they're kind of crazy up there. 4570 now I had one my, my problem with 4570 is how few rounds you can actually carry in the magazine what is it four because those are that's a big round 
Yeah, it's a big old bullet, big heavy bullet. You know, it. Um, that's why you got to make one of them count. I got that because I was thinking I needed to make a gun that would take on like a, a T-Rex. Would that take on a T-Rex? No, that wouldn't do diddly squat to a real T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I seen that it in a movie. You, I, you'd need to get you a you'd need to get you a big big caliber, a five hundred four a four seventy might would might would upset it good enough to back it up a little bit, I think. But yeah, you would you would need a minimum of a four seventy, I would think. Maybe something something big like a, like my buddy. I got a buddy. He got he got attacked by a leopard this week over in Africa. Right. And you need you need something really really big. He says <laughs> he says something real big. <laughs> so with the uh, with forty five seventy though, which is uh, it seems to be having a resurgence because the lever gun's been sort of rediscovered. Yep, they're, a lot of people are tacking them up. Real popular. They like them because you can load them. You can load them while you're shooting them. Right. Well, that's, you can load them while you're shooting them. Yep. So, uh, uh, with forty-five seventy, is is that good against any sort of animal, any sort of big animal that would be sort of considered a predator? Oh yeah, yeah. Forty-five seventy is a good hammer gun. That's that's good. You know, it's you, when you get up to the real big brown bears or you know Cape buffalo or something like that. A forty-five seventy has a lot to do with how it's loaded. Um, there's such a wide um, variety of the, that ammo. So you got the old trapdoor guns that were 4570s made back, you know, in the 1800s. You don't want to put a hot load in one of those things. Yep. Because it'll come all apart. You know, if you use some of this, some of this new powder we got today and load one up. But now, like a Ruger number one, you can take a Ruger number one and load it up with really hot powder and make that thing almost as hot as a 458 Win Mag. Wow. You know, so there's, that's one thing to 4570. It's it's really got a lot of wide range if you're a, especially if you're a loader, uh, you know, a reloader for that thing. Being asked on the text line if you ship, if he if he has an FFL on the other side, do you take guns and ship people ship them for them? Yes, for we ship them all over the country. We do. We ship them anywhere. We've shipped them even we even shipped one to Hawaii one time. We won't do that no more, but. We anywhere in the anywhere in the in the continental United States, yeah. we do ship them. Yeah, yeah. Of the lever guns, uh, you know, the, you got the old thirty out six and the old thirty thirty. How many people come in looking for those loads? Those those, those guns. Well, the thirty thirty is still the most popular one. Everybody yeah. everybody's you know knows of it and has heard of it. You know, um, some of the other cartridges, you know, thirty fives and. The, Thirty A lot of people didn't know they make a lever action in thirty alt six, but it's um, you know, it's not a lot of them out there, but they did. But the thirty thirty is still the most popular one. You ever done any hunting with a lever gun? I have. Oh yeah, yeah. I've hunted yeah. with a lever gun. I've shot a few deer with some old. I got some real old Winchesters that I've shot deer with before. Yep. What do you think about the trend to tack them all up and put rails on them and put the skeletonized buttstock and the compensators? What do you think of those? Well, that goes back to the, you know, what what I was telling you, you can load them while you're shooting them. You know, you won't, you won't never run out of ammo because if you, if you stop shooting for a second, you can stick one or two more in there. You know, you don't have to drop the magazine out or you don't have to unload the chamber or something like that. You can still have one in the chamber ready to fire while you're still sticking them in the tube. Right. So that's why that gun has gotten kind of a tactical following there with it and everything. But I, I'm, I'm a... I'm much more of a fan of the old ones, you know. I, I'm I'm different. I'm 
I, I'll be the first to say I'm different from most people. <laughs> well, no, I mean the I mean the elegance of the gun is what what makes it for me. And I, I had one that I had sort of tacked up that I sold to you. Yep. And uh, I don't I, I never saw it again. I, I'm pretty sure you probably sold it. Uh, yeah. there, there's some things you get that just don't get in. They don't gather dust. That's true. Uh, yep. Yeah. We sell. We move move stuff pretty good. Yeah, have to have to to pay them bills. Yes, of course, of course. So and it's, um, it's, it's voted good. the number one pawn shop, the number one gun store in the Upstate by Greenville News. I'm, I'm sure you moved quite, quite a few things along. Did you have you already sold the staccato that I sold to you the other day? No, no. I still anything anything you know I get like that. We still have a wait period. I have to hold on it. So no, we ain't put it out yet. Oh, okay. I hadn't put it out yet. I didn't know you had to have a wait period. I thought you could just go ahead and start. Uh, Doing no, uh, anything anything I buy off from somebody who is not a licensed dealer, right? We have to hold it for seven days to give law enforcement a chance to make sure that it is not stolen. I hear you. See, yeah. most most people don't know that pawn, pawn shops got. I'm just it's just because on pawn shop, you know, guns gun stores don't have to do that. Cabela, you know, Cabela's you know Cabela's takes a gun in, they wipe it down, they put it right back out in the showcase for sale without ever registering that serial number or i mean without ever running that serial number through law enforcement to see right. if it's you know stolen but we, we got so many restrictions on us but um i'm being asked if you have any taurus raging judge pistols not the raging judge no i have some judges out there but i do not have any in the um the raging judge i believe is the 454 and the 410 i don't think that i have one of those out there i might have a 454 but not do you still have that? Do you still have that four ten little mare's leg, the little Henry's mare's leg lever action? That I you do. Have? Had another one of those come in. Yep. Yeah, that would be that would be a good alternative to the raging judge. Would it probably be a lot more controllable? Yeah, and I, I just got another one of those. Um, you know, you were talking about the tactical lever action. I just yeah. got one of those tactical lever action Henry's in in four ten. Really? Yep. It's called the X model. The it's X Henry, model. Yeah, Henry four ten X model. I'll One of those to. just came in. Uh, got, Scott, I just had a double rifle come in in thirty alt six. Really? Yeah, we're getting some really neat inventory showing up. Do you have a nineteen eleven and ten millimeter? Uh, yes, there is a nineteen eleven ten millimeter. I think, which sure which brand is that one? I think we have three of them out there. I think it's a Rock Island Armory, which is a good gun. Um, shoot, I don't know what the other ones are. I can't think now. Any questions you have, go give him a call. Go to Dewey's. Go see Dewey. Let him know you heard him here, and uh, he's going to make you the best deal. He is the best gun shop, voted the best gun shop in the upstate by Greenville News. Thank you for taking the time to join me today, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Y'all come see us. Well, there's a, there's been a new update to the story of the Fremantle Highway, the ship that's on fire right now and about to take a UNESCO World World Heritage Site and turned it into a car-laden new barrier reef. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Back to the saga of the Fremantle Highway. This is a special purpose carrier ship, and it's been on fire off of Holland for about a week now. One crew member has died. 
Originally, when this came out, it was being reported they had 25, they, they had nearly 3,000 cars and 25 of them were electric. And the theory is that the fire originated with one of these electric cars. Although they do not know that conclusively, but the problem is that with 25 electric cars on there, once the, the phenomenon known as thermal runaway begins, everything around it is going to be affected. If you have one car, one of these cars in the middle of 25 electric cars, they're all going to go. And in the ship's hold, there's not a whole lot of room, I would, I would guess. There's not a lot of wiggle room to move things around when this kind of thing happens. Not to mention you're in an enclosed area with a lot of smoke and it comes boiling out. You can't even see what you're doing. Well, turns out that was not good, accurate information. Now it turns out that there's 500 electric vehicles on there. Actually, 20, 498. And um, the thermal runaway now is 20 times the original size. <laughs> Which sort of sounds like a it sort of sounds like a thermobaric bomb to be honest with you. And we get this: an enormous vehicle carrier that caught fire at sea earlier this week appears to have far more electric vehicles on board than first suggested. This ship, christened the Fremantle Highway, was first reported aflame off the Dutch coast a couple of days ago. Initial information hinted that at least twenty-five EVs on its manifest and that the conflagration likely began at or near one of those cars. Now, reports are surfing there could be nearly 500 electric, electric cars in the ship's hold, and this realization adds a lot more gravitas to a situation that has already claimed the life of one person and injured scores of others. A spokesperson for the vessel charter told Automotive News their records show 3,783 vehicles in total, about 1,000 more than first reported, including 498 battery electric cars. So, <laughs> still no conclusive evidence that the lithium-ion batteries were what caused the fire. But if there is, if there is a, a weak link, and I mean, these electric cars, have you ever ridden in one? They're sort of cool. Uh, they're, they're very fast. There's a few things that don't impress me about them, like, the, the, the inability to recharge them in a portable way at the moment. There's no way to do that. Um, but this lithium-ion battery is where you get uh, these thermal runaways. That What happens is one cell fails. And when it does that, it does a heat dump within the cell that occurs in a tenth of a second. Which then begins to affect the other cells in the battery. And then you have the thermal runaway going on. Um and on the text line, somebody knows what they're talking about. Thermal runaways like thermite. Those tires are burning the thermite and the burn through. This is the, it will burn through the bottom of the ship. It's like phosphorus, right? It, it'll just, it's like the blood of the aliens. It's going to breach the hull. Now the fear is that this ship is going to capsize and it's over a UNESCO mudflat in a very shallow part of the ocean. Well, it's deep enough for them to be sailing in it, but if the ship capsizes, they're going to make a new barrier reef in a place where there has never been a barrier reef. And I, I don't know if it'll still be a UNESCO site at that point. Now, this would be a this would be a disaster 
environmentally. You know, if you're out there, if you're out there trying to conserve nature, this would be a tragedy environmentally. Okay, and I, I, I have no, I have no fight with nature. I love nature, and uh, so the thought of this actually dumping a bunch of cars in the ocean. I understand it. I understand why this is troubling for people, but at the same time, I'm just wondering, would it be any on the text line? Hey, Bill, what is 498 electric cars at the bottom of the ocean called a good start? <laughs> yeah. And electric car is never going to be my primary car. My primary car is always going to be a gasoline-powered car. If I could get one that had a range of, say, 350 miles, and I didn't have to pay a $30,000 premium on it over a like-equipped gasoline-powered car, I would consider it as a second car. Because, like I said, they're very cool. You know, they 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 bring a lot of uh bring a lot of stuff to the table when you're out there and you're you're uh, riding around in it. It's uh, some of these can do. Phenomenal things. Tesla. Have they have they gotten out there and asked uh, I'll have to I'll answer that in a minute. Just saw a text on the text line. My bad. Sorry. It just distracted me. Um, the cool factor and the self-driving aspect of these things. I'm sure this is something futuristic that's going on. I would never want to have a car that I didn't drive though. I would never. I want a car like they have in Demolition Man, where they have the you know they 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 they're electric, but they have a reactionary sort of foam uh, gel fuel that's in there. That's you know the chemical reaction is causing it to, to, to operate. It's not a charged battery. On the text line, Bill, I was going to ask you a few weeks back when you mentioned to do that you had a few guns that you're trying to bring in and get rid of if you ever sold to the public. But I was afraid it was unprofessional to ask. Now I heard that you have. I know for the future. Yes, I do. You know, it just depends. It just depends. A lot of, a lot of things that I sell to Dewey are very expensive. <laughs> very expensive. So Dewey can handle that and he can, he can, he has a, he has an outlet to send them out and all that other stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I normally go to him. Although I have sold one, I have sold one gun to uh, a listener and I, I had no misgivings about it. Uh, her name is Tammy, and she, she and her, I met she and her husband, and they were on the up and up as far as I was concerned. I could call her right now, and she'd still be on the up and up. So that's, and I hope she's enjoying it. But the electric car thing, yeah, this is one of those things where I look at this and that lithium battery we got they, they got to figure out some way to get something new to power this one more look as we go out the door at the uh devon archer interview <laughs> this is news talk 98.9 word well james comer came out and uh well he started laying out information that, it, you know, from a source familiar with what happened in the interview with Devin Archer. The GS Plumbing Talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Now, <laughs> the, the whole brand thing is going to be what is, uh, 
This is going to be the issue for Biden. When, uh, with, with Burisma, when they were worried about the brand, the Biden brand, uh, we get this. The testimony today revealed that Hunter Biden, quote, called D.C. about that matter, and Archer testified that Hunter Biden put his father, then the vice president, on the speakerphone more than 20 times. And Archer testified that Biden was there to sell the brand. Now, in 2014, the vice president, then the vice president, allowed a business dinner at Cafe or attended a business dinner at Cafe Milano, a ritzy place in D.C., with Elena Baltarina, the widow of a former Moscow mayor who was then an oligarch. But when the Biden administration took over, Biden was in the White House. They never put sanctions on that oligarch. So here we have two occasions in which Biden, as vice president of the United States, participated in business meetings with Hunter's foreign business partners who weren't just foreign citizens, but foreign citizens who either were former officials in that government or the widow of a former official. And the ones in the Ukraine, Ukraine is a gigantic money laundering machine. Like Mykola Zlochevsky, he's the founder of Burisma. And while he had a oil energy company, he was the natural resources minister for Ukraine at the same time. So when he opened up his own company, when you're talking about insider trading, this guy just took all of the contracts and, you know, sent them his own way. He just pulled up a contract. Okay, we got this for a bid. Who's going to take it? Oh, I think I will sign. Baterina became Russia's only female billionaire when her plastics company, Inteco, received a series of Moscow municipal contracts while her husband was mayor. And the payments that they made to the Biden family, according to them, yielded a massive benefit of what it could be, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I, I've never seen Biden actually get out there and say, we should do this, and then something happens unless it's bad. You know, he's real good at the bad stuff. Hunter Biden received $3.5 million from Botterina in 2014. And the majority of it went to Rosemont Seneca Partners, an investment firm Biden and Archer founded in 2009, along with Chris Hines, John Kerry's stepson. They are all listed as loan agreements. <laughs> Loans that they never pay back. Yeah. So, it's all about the brand. It's all about the perception that Joe Biden is the vice president of the free world, one heartbeat away from being a leader, and now the leader of the free world. The perception is that he can sit out there and simply make a gesture like Midas, and whatever he touches is going to become gold. So, This is this this makes Watergate. Watergate was a break in, a burglary. I don't even know what they stole. Had no motive. If McGovern had done it, if McGovern had done engineered the Watergate break in, okay, now I could see somebody. Now we know the motive. He's trying to win an election that he's going to lose horribly. Okay, I get it now. Nixon carried 49 states in 1972. It, was, it wasn't even a landslide. I don't even know why McGovern showed up. Massachusetts. Massachusetts was the only state that voted for McGovern. 
So why they did that break-in is beyond me. And then then the cover-up ensued, and then Nixon resigned in disgrace over that. Back then, this used to be something where they'd be out there going, I can't show my face in public. I, I have to go away now. And then you got this guy, this Joe Biden. He's out there. He's just, you know, making money left, right, and center while he makes money left, right, and center. He got 81 million votes, you know. That that wasn't stolen. He's the most popular guy ever out there. <laughs> On the text line, the bad news is those payments listed as loan docs will never be paid back. They will be written off as bad by that company, and they'll get a tax break. It's, it's, it's a grift. It is absolutely a grift. And now we have a grifter-in-chief. We know we have a grifter-in-chief. We know, we know that the resident, we know he's illegitimate, and we know he's a criminal. We know this. This, I mean, the kind of stuff he's doing right now is the kind of stuff that, that you know, I'm almost certain they got uh, Capone for this kind of thing. Let's do this all again in about 22 hours. I think that's a splendid idea. I do. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. 